0: Uh, we shall stand up on our feet for the reading of the word. We shall read from Psalms. Psalms 119 verse 59. Psalms 119 verse Fifty nine. no I thought on my ways and turned my feet unto thy testimonies. Let us read also verse 111. The same same Psalms. Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. Also, the same scripture, but uh, verse 129,
1: the same
0: Psalms. Thy testimonies are wonderful. Therefore doth my soul keep them. We may be seated. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. Uh, I just want us to share on this thought Ndegalatu gabane ku chilozo From verse fifty fifty nine, 59 okuvwa mulinyulu latano mu I thought on my ways and turned my feet unto thy testimonies Nti naroze amakubogange n'enchuse bigere byange eliye yeah. byo ywategeeza Ehe gambe naroze amakubogange I thought on my ways nali mu which means he was walking and as he was walking on his ways, he was thinking. Amen. And then he turned his feet to the testimonies of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I thought on my ways. And turned my feet. Unto thy testimonies. So it pertains thinking and testimonies. Amen.
1: Now before anybody acts or does
0: anything. Before action is taken. Uh, It starts as a thought. Amen. I can give you an example. Before you came here for the service. You had a thought. To come and fellowship. That is why you are here this morning. You had to think about it. Tomorrow is a Sunday. I have to be in fellowship. And maybe you started thinking of what you will put on. And then you took an action and you ironed the clothes. That and then this morning, you walked here. So before action is taken, it starts as a thought. Amen. Before somebody marries, he has to think about it. He starts imagining, maybe I've reached the age of marriage. And he starts thinking the type of woman or the type of man to be married. And then he starts planning for it in his thoughts. And finally he acts. Amen? Before you build your house, you must be having thoughts about the house that you want. Where you want to build it, the design of the house, whether it is a flat, or a bungalow, over and how many rooms you'll have in it. So you think about it first. Amen. And when it is uh, expressed, then it becomes a reality. Amen.
1: Because most of these
0: things that we see, our prophet told us that a word is a thought expressed. This word of God were thoughts of God. Which he had in his mind initially. So when he started expressing them. They became the word. The written word. The Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word. Put on flesh and dwelt among us. But before the beginning, there were thoughts. When God was Elohim, the self existent one, he had attributes in him, he had thoughts. The prophet says, he had a thought of becoming a God. And when he created angels, objects of worship, and they started worshiping him, then his thought was expressed, and he became a God. He wanted to be a savior. And he created a man on a free moral agency to choose between good and evil. And when man chose evil and fell, then he had to put away And that way was he himself coming to save man. So he became a savior. He had a thought of being a father. And when he created Adam and Eve, that was
1: his first
0: family. His first children. Amen?
1: Amen.
0: So he had thoughts in him. Before any action is taken. It starts as a thought. But do you know. That you can think good or evil. Depending on who is influencing you. Whether you are being influenced by the devil, when you are influenced by the devil, you will think wicked and evil thoughts. And when you are influenced by God, you will think righteous thoughts. So it depends on the thoughts you are thinking this morning. But we should not allow the devil to dominate our our minds with evil thoughts. We should be on the lookout always. The Bible says be sober. Be vigilant. For your enemy, the devil, he walketh about like a roaring lion, seeking for someone whom to devour. But resist him in faith. So the devil will come, he will attack your thoughts and your mind. Our prophet made this statement. He said that you cannot stop birds from flying over your garden. But don't allow them to roost. To make nests in your garden. In other
1: words, your mind can be
0: attacked by the devil. The devil can bring evil thoughts once in a while. But don't allow him to build nests. Don't allow him to dominate your mind. Don't you allow When he comes, chase him away. Amen. So, if our thoughts, before we act or do anything, we have to think first. And the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. When you think evil, you will be an evil person. When you think the word of God and the, you know, things that pertain to the word of God, you will be a holy, righteous person. So it is up to you the thoughts that you think. A psalm somewhere said, he said let my words and words The meditation of my heart. Be acceptable unto you, O Lord. In other words, the words that I speak. The thoughts that I think, what I meditate Lord, let it be acceptable. You as a believer. You are supposed to be on the watch out. What are you meditating upon? What are you thinking about? Because before you act. You have to think first. So, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Thoughts. Look at the Lord Jesus Christ. When he was tempted, God in flesh. Maybe let us read that scripture. Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter chapter 4. We can read from verse 2. He says, And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and angered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, Command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, it is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. of hmm. God, katonda. Amen. Our Lord had fasted for forty days and forty nights. And the tempter came to him. Seeing the situation he was in. He was hungry. yala. And he tempted him, telling him, If you are the Son of God, he knew
1: he had the capacity
0: to turn stones into bread. So, if you are the Son of God, turn these stones into bread. And the Lord told him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by everyone that proceedeth out of the mouth. And our prophet told us, God being in flesh, Jesus was God in flesh. He could have used any method to destroy the devil. But he overcame him by the word. It is written. You know some people imagine and they paint sometimes pictures of that scripture. And they paint a picture Of the snake crawling and coming before Jesus Christ and speaking to him. It wasn't like that. It was a thought. He attacked the mind of the Lord Jesus. The tempter attacks the mind. Amen? So he attacked his mind. Verse 5. Then the devil taketh him up into the holy city and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple and saith unto him, If thou be the son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Mm. Jesus said unto him, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. I was sitani na mutuala kuchbuge to kuvunamuteka katikido ye karu, namugambanti, obori mwana wakatonda, wuka, or okwe wansi, bangachawan diki wanti, adi kulagidizabamalaikabe, mukono gwa mkono jabwe bariku bari kuwani kwesi tala ginger. Yesu na muga manti chawandi tenti toke mangu mukama katunda ho. Eba? Here the devil says. Bible then the devil taketh him up. I was sitting in a muthwa into the holy city. And setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple. He didn't take him physical and put him on the pinnacle of the temple, just like the top of this. And then he fall down. Never. He took him in the spiritual, in the the thinking realm. And he made him to imagine sitting on the top of the pinnacle. And then he spoke to him. And Jesus overcame him by the word. It is written you shall never tempt the Lord Lord. Amen? So thinking is something very, very important. Something that we should always watch. Brother Barham preached a sermon called the greatest battle ever fought. And in that sermon, he says that in all this world, there are only two powers that are exerted on man the power of God and the power of the devil. And in that message, he says, The mind of man is the battleground. Amen? So the mind of man is the battleground. You are either dominated by the devil or you are dominated by God. Amen. And he says in that very message that man is a trion. Amen? Uh, We don't have a blackboard, but I would show you. He says he drew uh, three kind of circles. He says the first part, the, the outer part, is this body. And then, Inside the body, he drew it you know, as a ring, and then he put another ring inside the first ring. So the body is the first part. Then inside of that body, there is a spirit. And inside of that spirit, there is a soul. So we are made up of those three parts. The The outer part is the body. The inner one is the spirit. And then the the one which is last is the soul, the innermost is the soul. And he says the outer part this body it has avenues or channels that lead to it five channels and those channels five channels are your senses seeing smelling you know tasting feeling and hearing no, those are the five channels that lead to the and body. And then in the spirit, the inner circle, there are also five channels. Imaginations. Affections. Conscious. He talked of reasoning, I think. And then memory. See, five channels that lead to the spirit. And then in the innermost circle, the innermost part of a human being, the soul, there is only one avenue. One channel. And that channel is either doubt or faith. So when the devil is attacking us, he uses those outer channels first. And then the inner ones. And then finally, you will either doubt or you will believe. Look at David. When David was tempted, the Bible says, when all kings were supposed to go to battle, David stayed at home. I believe he started imagining I have fought enough battles. God's word expected him to be at the war front. But he started thinking. I have fought a lot of battles. Why don't I delegate this time? And he sent his captains. And he stayed at home. And the Bible says that when he stayed at home. If you you can read that from, I think it is 2 Samuel. Chapter 11. The time that all kings go to battle. David stayed behind. So when he was at home. The Bible says that he went to his balcony. And he started strolling around. And when he was strolling around. He saw a woman in the neighborhood. Uriya's wife. And she was bathing. And when he saw her, ba, you see, he first saw her he saw by the sense of sight. And I believe the inner sense of, of imagination made him to start imagining. Some imagining. wicked thoughts about it. And the Bible says he finally ended up calling for you. And then he committed adultery with her. And as you know the whole story, he committed a series of sins. After committing adultery with her, he ended up murdering her. Na husband. Zanga see, it started as a thought. He left his post of duty. Instead of being where God expected him to be. He left that post of duty. The same thing would apply to you and me. When God expects you to be in fellowship. Maybe in the overnight. And you say no this time I'm so tired. I've been working throughout the day. Let me stay at home. Brother, sister, that's when the devil tempted. He tempted the Lord Jesus Christ. When he
1: was hungry.
0: So David ended up committing a series of sins. And by the time he realized being told by prophet Nathan the prophet of that Nathan, day, he could not even understand that he was the very man who had committed all those sins and as, as we shall see David added pain very heavily For what he did. Though God forgave him. But now God is full of grace and mercy. But yet he paid for it. And he paid dearly. So brother, sister. Be sober. Be vigilant. You should always guard your mind. You not stop the enemy from bringing those thoughts, but don't allow him to make nests. Whenever he comes, throw the word to him. It's written. God expects me to be here. I'm not supposed to look at such fanatical things. Always challenge him with the word. Resist the devil and he will flee. When the Lord resisted him, he had to go away. So thinking, you see? The psalmist is telling us, I thought on my way, I turned my feet to the testimonies of the Lord. Thinking, you cannot stop it. But you have to resist the devil. God has given you that ability to resist the devil. Resist him and he will. In that very message of the greatest battle ever fought, the prophet talks about a certain lady she was a young Christian. Called Sister Nelly. Sister Nelly. She had just accepted Christ. And uh, he says eh, this sister was a very good dancer. She used to dance and even win awards of dancing. Before she accepted Christ. But now, after accepting Christ, she had turned away from all that stuff. So one day, she was walking and she passed near where she used to win those awards, that that hall. And when she passed via that hall, she had some melodies. And then she started hearing the very songs that she started and she used to win awards. And then something told her a thought. What if you go there? And witness to people there. In that hall. And the prophet says, that is the mistake she made. And instead of resisting the thought, you see, the devil is very cunning. What if you go there? And then you witness. No And she turned. Went to the hall. And when she reached in the hall, she found the very boy with they used to dance together and win a, a one. And by the time she realized, she was already in his arms and they were swinging on the floor. And then she came to her senses. But I'm a believer. Na yeye ndimu And immediately she disintang God has <laughs> sent. From, from the boy, rain frantically. Na doko mi siindi. And went to to, to, uh, to the prophet's house. Na gendiri nyumbaya nape. And knocked on the door. Na akonkona kuruchi. Brother Branham. Brother <laughs> Branham. Open for me. Nzigurida. <laughs> I'm <nearly. laughs> The prophet opened. Nape naamugurida. <laughs> What's wrong? Chichovantechi. <laughs> Have you had a heart attack? No, 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 no. Some,
1: Something so evil has what
0: happened we to me. Are you sick? No, she could not even explain no. herself. And the prophet says, he just laid his hands on her and cast out a demon. And immediately, something came out of her. Something like a bat. So awkward and so bad. And it flew out of her. He had his brother lying on the bed. He went towards the bed. It went under the bed. And then eventually they looked around for Hati that tunula, tunula part neba, and they could not see. And the sister was set free. Sister na wa. And finally she explained herself na mariza, na what happened. Cha Can you imagine? A demon living literally. O bakulaba. That's what the prophet says in that verse And he says, "That is the mistake Nelly made." To hear, she could not, of course, avoid hearing. But she heard and started imagining. And then ended up moving. And when she went there, that's what happened. Amen. So we should be careful. How we control our mind. He said in that very message that if you start thinking that with me, I don't think I'll make it to heaven. I don't think I'll ever be baptized with the baptism of the Holy <inaudible> I prayed and prayed, <inaudible> but it seems God has forsaken me. <inaudible> me? I am a backslider. He said that very moment, if you are here, you will leave these doors when you are already a backslider. And he said, if you start imagining, this sickness is going to kill me. I will end up being bedridden. And then I will finally die. He said, surely, surely, you are going to die. If you start imagining, I'm good for nothing. I have reached my wit's end. I don't think I can push on any more. Why don't I commit suicide? He said, you will end up committing suicide. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. We should always have positive thoughts. Do you know that before people... Before, Before the mother of the Absalom, he arranged a coup teko ku undu, and he toppled his father. Namu jaku and the prophet says, amba, maybe when he wrote this, at the very moment che che nyini, he was thinking mkuroza, on his way after being toppled by his very side. And he was full of thoughts. Now just to give you a a background of the life of this boy, Absalom, Absalom, who toppled his father. If you read the The book of 2 Samuel. All that is there. That's why you should always endeavor to read the word. The word of God is so rich. It is full of blessings. Always read it. And know these things. For the Bible says, Absalom, Absalom, you know, David had very many wives. It is believed that he had about 500 wives. Wives and concubines. You know. And out of those, he had very many children. So Absalom was one of his children. And that boy was good looking, that's what the Bible says. Very handsome. He had a lot of hair, which he could shave once in a year. And then they could weigh it. they could wear it. some good killers. And much weight. So, Absalom had a brother called Amnon. And then this Amnon started lasting after his own sister. A sister to Absalom. I've forgotten the name. She was called Tamar. He started lasting after her. And Absalom and Amnon they were kind of, they were sharing the father but they had different mothers. But Absalom and Amnon are the so Amnon started lusting after her. Absolom Mutama. And he lasted after her. Na Until he schemed and feigned himself to be sick. And you know, he was ailing, kind of pretending to be very sick. Until he sent his father. Na atumia, the father learned about it, and, and came, came to see him. What's happening, Amnon, I'm, I'm, I'm very sick. sick. He said the only thing that can help me send my sister Tama to, to, to feed me maybe to take care of me. And King David said it is very, very okay. So Tama came. Started taking care of this boy. And it is believed that one day she was going she to serve him. He said that I cannot eat. Tell these people to go away. All my aids and they remain together. And then he Ravaged her. But then before that she said, but you see. Don't do that. Because even if you ask my father. That I become your wife. He cannot refuse. I'm a virgin. Why would you do such a thing? But then he went ahead. And then after committing that sin. The Bible says that. He hated her so much. He hated her more than Navakuchiko. Said, You take her away. So she went away in shame. And when Absalom, her brother, learned of it, he started scheming for him. Plotted, plotted. And the Bible says that one day he made a banquet and called all his brethren. And they came to that banquet. And he had told one of his aides when you see the sons of the king. The son the sons. Drunk and merry, then you pick a spear and spear Amnon and that's what happened when they were merry making the aid of Absalom picked a spear and speared his brother and he died instantly and the rest flew out of fear And when word came to David, he was so sorrowful for his son. And he sent for Absalom. But Absalom took off and went to exile. And stayed there for quite some time. Until he was tired of staying in exile. And started sending messengers to his father. King, why don't you forgive me? Then after some time, David forgave him and he came back home. But when he came back home, after some time, he started plotting to topple his father. He was an evil, wicked boy. And the Bible says he would go at the gate of the palace and stand there. And when the subjects of King David would come, trying you know to 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 worship him. To prostrate and you know and greet him. You'll just pick their hand. Don't do that. You'll just fall, you know, hug hey, them. them. Don't prostrate. You're not Anze, supposed to do that. Temu ina kumvu, namira, temu ina what is your problem? You see, I want to see the king. This is about my fourth time coming. But I've never seen him. Oh. And he would say, oh, very really, sorry. You know, it would be like, if now, if you want to see the president, <laughs> you know that you can spend a whole year. And if you make appointments upon appointments, his <laughs> aids will keep you far away. So that's what <laughs> used to happen people would come trying to see David's sometimes would busy busy daudi, busy So Absalom, bistele, kate, Absalom started saying I wish I was king I would sort out your issues you're not supposed nyo. to suffer like this to, you see my father also and through that he started wooing people's hearts no and people started loving him and people started loving him And finally, (laughs) he had won about three quarters of the kingdom. And started plotting. Why don't we top of this man? After all, he's aged. And they planned and planned. And finally, when it came to David's ears, it was too late. Absalom, and go to a certain place and plotted, and you know, the
1: big soldiers
0: David. They were on his side. And when David learned of it, they were moving towards Jerusalem. And the Bible says that David greatly feared. And he told a few of his soldiers. Why don't we run away? And they started running. And the Bible says, Bible the Bible. David was claiming the hill. Running away from David. Rather duko, from Absalom. Absalom. He was barefooted. Nga with his head covered. He was full of sorrow. Nga he was thinking. Surely, surely. Absalom, my own son wange. my own blood Is the one who has caused all this you know sometimes the devil can put you in a corner and he gets God completely out of the picture so that moment David was all his focus was on that trial that he was going through I cannot believe my kuchikiriza. my own son toppling me and yet it was a reality. But do you know that, that David, David was paying for the initial sins that he committed? God, though God forgave him when Nathan came before him Nathan he and gave him the story. Talking about him, e he could not first understand. And then finally, Nathan told him. True, a very person. Bwe and the Bible says that when David learned of that, Bible, that, he that he had seen before his God. He had killed Uriah. He had committed adultery. Yalikuha. He called upon the face of God. He repented in tears. If you read the whole of Psalms 51, David thoroughly repented. I'm a man born in sin. restore
1: the joy of my salvation. He
0: really to God. God. But somehow, God pronounced through, through, let, let us read that to show you that Okubala all Ganti that had happened was because of David's initial negligence. When he left his post of duty instead of being at the war front Second Samuel, Samuel Chapter 12 from verse 7. And Nathan said to David, Thou art that man. If you read the whole of chapter 12, you will follow the You see he first gave him a parable about that scene and then finally he announced and told him you are the very person and Nathan said to David thou art that man thus saith the Lord God of Israel I anointed thee king over Israel and I delivered thee out of the hand of of Saul and I gave thee thy master's house and thy master's wives, into thy bosom, and gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been told it true, I would moreover have given unto thee such and such things. Wherefore hast thou despised the commandment of the Lord, to do evil in his sight? Thou hast killed Uriah, the Hittite, with a sword, and hast taken his wife to be thy wife and has slain him with the sword of the children of Amon. Aunasani nagamba Daudi inti yegwe bwachubayogera mukama katonda wa Isiraeli inti nakufuka kama futa okubaka-baka wa Isiraeli ne nkuja mukono gwa Sawulo ne nkuwa ennyumba ya mukamaao ne bakaziba mukamaao ne mbako wa mchifuba ne nkuwe ennyumba ya ne Nebio sing that we were debitono Nandi Vino Nabino Chiche Chikunyomiza Echigambo Chamokama Masoge Ebibi Ose Uria omokiti nechitala no tuala mocazi we no muta nechitala chaba Then Nathan gives another now a declaration from Nasanadamuna langi dira verse ten orekumi. Now therefore the sword shall never depart from thine house. Because thou hast despised me and hast taken the wife of Uriah, the Hittite, to be thy wife. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will raise up evil against thee out of thine own house, and I will take thy wives before thine eyes and give them unto thy neighbor, and he shall lie with thy wives in the sight of this son. For thou didst it secretly, but i will do this thing before all israel and before the sun kale chitara tachi mu nyumba yo enako kubango nyomi enze no twalamu kazi omokiti okuba mu wo bwati bwayogera mo kama antiraba ndi ndi kuyimusi zaako obubi obuliva mu nyumba yogwe erandi twalaba kazibo mu masogo nemba wa mulirwanawo erali sulana bakazibo mu masogo no. Kuvanga gochikola mchanga na yenzi ndichikola echigambacho mumaso gaisi la idhiena nemumaso gengjova. Amen. Verse thirteen. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord also hath put away thy sin; thou shalt not die. Ahodaudi naga manasani nti nyono nyi nyono nyemo kama. Nasan Nagama Daudinti Mukama na ye ajewe chono cho tofe. Amen. God forgave him. Katundayamusunya after a lot of repentance. And he told Nathan, tell him he's not going to die. Nagama kufa. But do you know that he paid for it? The sword shall not depart out of thy house. And someone from within your house will do evil. And now Absalom was fulfilling Nathan's words. Amen. If you read 2 Samuel, chapter 17, verse 20. Second Samuel chapter seventeen verse Samuel. twenty. Then said Absalom to Ahithophel, "Give counsel among, give counsel among you what we shall do." And Ahithophel said unto Absalom, "Go in unto thy father's concubines, which hath left to keep the house, and all Israel shall hear." that thou art board of thy father. Then shall the hands of all that are with thee be strong. So they spread Absalom a tent upon the, the top of the house, and Absalom went in unto his father's concubines in the sight of all Israel. And the counsel of Ahithophel, which he counseled in those days, was as if a man had inquired at the oracle of God. So was all the counsel of Ahithophel, both with David and with Absalom. I missed the verse. Verse 20. Verse? Chapter 17, mm. verse 20. Our Abaduba Absolom, mm. Nevajedio Mokazi, Munyumba, Nevogeranti, Akimazi, Neonasani, Vadiruddawah, or Mokazi. Verse 20, chapter 17. Vajedio Mokazi. 2 Samuel. Huh? 2 Samuel, chapter 17, verse 20. Mm, it's where I'm reading right mm. now. Awavadu Bab Solomu Neva Jedi O Mokazi Munyumba Nevoger Anti Akimazi Ne Yonasani Bali Rudawa O gamba Navagamba antiwasomose Akaga Akamazi Awamala Okunonya Nevata is ni Nevata in Zakulava Nevada that is quite different. Oh sorry it is sixteen. Sixteen. Kumina Mokaga. Sorry, sorry it is sixteen. Sulaya Kumina Mokaga some way to choke Sixteen, not seventeen. Sicuminum, some way in Ravidi. Our mm. mm. Absolum Nagamba Akisofe Dinti, Salamagezi, Wetubatu, tuko, Wetubatu Cola. Axofa in Nagamba yingi Monti, Yingididi, Avazanaba, Chitawe, Varese, Okukuma, and Yumba. Our Isidaidi Yena, Bari Urianga, Chitao, our Kutame Dua. Awe mikono javona abari, abari na awe nawe, na jiba na mani Awe nebamu tambida abu solomu ewema wa guru kunyumba Absolom solomu na ingide liabazana bachita awe mmaso gaisi ena No kutesa kwa akisoferi kwa ya tesanga mbidevio Kwa wanga umuntu wabuza awali ekigambo kya chaka tonda. Amen. David was paying for the sin he had committed. And the word of Nathaniel was being fulfilled. God had told him. You did this thing in secret. You committed adultery with Uriah's wife in secret. But it will be done to your conturbines. In broad daylight. When the whole of Israel is seen. And that's what happened. So David was paying for his sins. On his way running away from his son, Absalom. Lamenting, barefooted, his head covered with a small group that escorted him. He thought on his ways. He was feeling so bitter. And the Bible says that as he was ascending that mountain, there arose a man called Shimei, and he started throwing stones to David, and he was cursing him. You evil man, you are a bloodthirsty man. God is paying you back. And he threw stones. And he cast. And the Bible says, one of David's aides, who was very loyal to him, said, "King, how can that evil wicked man say such a thing?" Just allow me to spare him once. And he will be no more. And David told him, "No." Maybe God has allowed him to go. And the man went on casting. And David was lamenting. Ascending Mount Olives. And as he thought like that, the Bible says that his feet turned to the testimony. He was very negative. Thinking about the situation you want only
1: that situation.
0: Do you know that the devil can put you in such a situation? And he gets God completely out of the picture. And you see challenges. And you see problems. And you see deaths. And you see... You know you are you are getting weaker and weaker all the time. The more you pray, the more the
1: situation gets
0: worse. The devil can do such. David was in that kind of situation. He was so moody. Thinking, but then as he thought, all his ways. His feet turned to the testimonies of the Lord. He started thinking positively. But where did I come from? To be made king of Israel. I came from scratch. I was just a shepherd. And God elevated me so high to be ruler over the whole of Israel. What did I deserve to take such a position? Just a shepherd? He started thinking positively. He started imagining how he was anointed king. Before David was anointed king, was tendering his father's sheep. the bush. Then they sent a messenger and the messenger came in the wilderness. David, come home quickly. There is a special need for you. The prophet of God Somewhere is looking for you. Why? Why? Just hurry, come. And David comes. And when he reached at home, Samuel anointed him. Samuel with oil. And he said, this is the very one. That God showed me. You know that before he was anointed, God had told Prophet Samuel Go to Jesse's house. I'll show you the man that have elected to be king over Israel. That is the man you should anoint. And Samuel went. They will say that when he reached Jesse's house he told Jesse bring all your sons and then the firstborn came he was a man of good stature bold and elegant I think he was called Eliabu he came and when Samuel looked at him he said this is the very place. when he was almost anointing him him don't look at stature. Don't look at the countenance. Me, I look at the heart. And then he told him, bring another one. He brought the second boy. He born. was also good looking. When he was almost an old boy, he said, no, no, not that one. No, so you. Seven of them were brought. And then, Samuel asked, Are these the only boys you have? He He said, there is another one. He is looking after my sheep. And then we should not waste time. Go Go and call him. When they brought David. God's spirit was so appeased. He said, That is the one. And David was anointed king over Israel. So David was remembering all that. God elected me among all my brethren to be king over Israel. He started remembering all the testimonies. <inaudible> How one time he was looking after his father's <inaudible> sheep <inaudible> and the came, and all of a sudden, <inaudible> he felt some strange anointing <inaudible> upon him and some <inaudible> And some boldness. <inaudible> 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 And he attacked it. <inaudible> and he took the lamb from it. After some time. Maybe he was just having some few scratches. But he had killed it. Where did I get all this? This should be God. A bear attacks him. He slays it. He was remembering all those things. God abijukira. Goliath. Goliath. He finds him, you know, defying the arm of the Lord. When he had taken food for for his brethren at the war front. And you know, Goliath was. And he looked at him. He felt some anointing. Why should this evil, wicked, and circumcised Um, um, beast? Defy the army of the Lord. He, he learned some ama. anointing. And he futa. went and told his brethren. Na na For Baganda. how long has this man talked like this? Maze banga several days. Said, I'm more than able. To sort out this problem. And his brethren turned to him. And, and he said, you boy, you are Nanga too proud. No Take me to the king and he goes before Saul and tells him my lord me I am more than a this is an uncircumcised Philistine why should he defy the whole army of Israel and Saul tells him this man young man has fought several battles and he has overcome Why are you you are just a lad. Then he started giving him his testimony. How he killed a bear. How he killed a lion. And Saul gets convinced. He says, maybe let me get my armor and we dress you up. And he gets his big helmet and gets a very big you know Clock. Na puts it him, boots, ingato, and na, the gear is too heavy evi, he cannot even move he, a says, he a says no king I will go as I am and the Bible says he attacked Goliath after yes, yes, the anointing of God and killed him instantly and went and got his sword, cut off his head, and took the head before the whole of Israel. After the battle had ended. And people were rejoicing. The Bible says, women sang songs. They created some good songs. Saul has killed his thousand. But David, his tens of thousands. And they went chanting those songs. And the Bible says, when Saul learned of that, he said, now what 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 more is remaining?'" They have ascribed to David Dawudi, tens of thousands, demitual, but to be thousands. Then he's going to take the kingdom, and he developed a lot of jealousy towards David. He started scheming and plotting. For him. Kuru kuru and one day David, Lumudawudi, it came to to Saul that he was friendly to one of his daughters. <laughs> And the Bible says that he called him. And told him, now, David, I understand you are interested in one of my daughter. I can give her to you as wife. David said, no, my Lord. Means an insignificant person to be a son-in-law to the whole king of Israel. No. I am more than ready to give him to you. I only want one thing as dowry. Avenge me against my enemy. I want you to get me 104 skins Amen. of my enemy, the Philistines. That is the only dowry that e, I want. And when David learned of that the Bible says that he organized his group of fighters. he went and attacked the Philistines and killed 200 of them and got their foreskins and presented them before Saul and when Saul learned of that Saul he said, hey, this boy truly, truly God is with him One time he's playing a tambourine for the king. And then that bitterness comes upon him. And he says, Now let me spear him again. Let me no more. And he spears David. David David And it hits the wall. And from that time, David runs away. He keeps in the wilderness. Organizes his small group. He runs away from Saul. And the Bible says one time Saul attacked him with the whole arm of Israel. And they went looking for a single man. And David was somewhere. Hiding himself. He had very good spies. He learned that Saul has come with the whole army. He kept kept away from his stronghold. Looked around for David and they could not see him. Until in the evening they rested the whole army of Israel. If you read the Bible, the Bible says that God brought a strong sleep to the army of Saul. And they all slept with their captains until David moved towards them. And he reached him. David cut off a part of his garment. He went afar off and called Saul. My Lord Saul. Why are you persecuting me? Saul turns around. Is that David? He said, my Lord. May I not have any evil in me. But you are hunting for my life. If I wanted to kill you, I would have killed you. Look at the part of your garment. And when Saul looked, saw that he cried, ba. and said, "My son David, I am so evil, and for you are righteous, because you would have killed me. Now I'll no more look for you." But he kept on pursuing him. So David was looking at all those testimonies. Surely my God is more than able. He who delivered me from the bear from the lion, from, from Goliath, from Saul, even with this situation that I'm in, he's more than able to deliver me from Absalom, my son. He became so negative. The man who was moody and gloomy and no. now his face was radiant. My God is with me. He has never forsaken. He's always on my side. And the Bible says, "When he reached the mountain, now he started planning." He called a few of his soldiers to remain. To cut the story short, David was restored. The battle raged and then Solomon was killed. And David was restored back to his throne. He thought on his ways. He the testimonies of the Lord. God is more than ever. What situation are you going through? Has the devil taken God completely out of the picture? Is it sickness? Deaths? Unemployment? Is the devil showing you that for you will never receive the baptism Gwe of all of Let your feet turn to the testimonies of the Lord. <laughs> Because that God brought you from nowhere, and now you are seated here, listening to the message. When the whole world is there rejoicing, some of them are at the beach, some of them are, you know, the devil is driving them as he. But then, who are you that to be a child of God? Is that one is enough testimony. to make you so positive how no no bad the situation is. Amen? God is more than able. Hear what the prophet says? In this message. Mubakabono, they asked him a question in C O D. Chibuzo And then he answered it. What did Jesus mean in Saint Matthew sixty nine and ten? Yesuadiategi Mumatayo Kumina Mukaga Muenda ne What do the twelve baskets and the seven baskets represent? Question for Sunday morning. He says, Let's see, let's see Matthew 16 10. I'm not too sure just now. Let me get where it is. Matthew 16 10. 10 to 6, uh, 16, 10. He says, Here we are. Do you not understand <inaudible> neither remember the five loaves or the 5,000? <inaudible> and how many baskets you took up? Neither the seven loaves the 4,000, and how many baskets did you take up? Now watch. Let's just take just a little bit before this. He says, and Jesus said unto them, that is his reading before where we have read. Slightly behind. Same scripture. And Jesus said unto them, take heed that you beware of the living of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. And they reasoned among themselves. Saying, is it because we have taken no bread? Amen? Now watch. Which when Jesus perceived, he their thoughts, you see. He said unto them, O ye of little faith, why reason ye among you? Because you have brought no bread. Do you not understand neither do remember the five loves And the 5,000, and how many baskets you took up? You see? That question, they were asking him, what did the five baskets mean? And the prophet tells them, let us read a bit behind before we reach this. And where he read, Jesus was talking about, you know, telling his disciples, beware of the living of the Pharisees. And to them, they started imagining. Now he's talking about living and bread which means we have not carried bread. Now, what are we going to feed people? Their imagination was on bread. And Jesus perceived their thoughts. He was talking about living of the Pharisees, which is sin. Live and represent sin, but to them their mind rushed to the bread. Look boy biroso biduka And then he perceived and told them. Kacha ona forgotten. The twelve baskets. Now you are worried that you have not carried bread therefore you don't have enough to feed multitudes. Have you quickly forgotten the miracle I performed how I multiplied bread and and fed 5,000 just out of five bands how I multiplied fish and and fed multitudes Why are you quick to forget? You see, that's what he's talking about. In other words, like this. If you have seen God provide and do a miracle, then then can't he do a miracle again? See? In other words like this, if he saved you kura, from a life of sin, can he not heal your body? Don't you remember when you were a sinner? How he lifted up your soul in the faith to believe? Can't he likewise do something great for you again? Can't he? Can't he? Can't he do a miracle? Or anything else for you? You see, the five baskets. He said, Remember. Like when they crossed over the Red Sea, God opened up the Red Sea like that. And the Red Sea opened. And, and they walked through. They came right on the other side. And as soon as they got without water, they started murmuring. Is that right? As soon as they got without bread, they started crying out. They don't have bread. See? Didn't you consider the miracle back there? at the Red Sea. We ought to have died. You know, he comes, the Egyptians right on, on them, and then he says, what, what are we going to do? He said, who smote the earth with plagues down there? Who kept the sun shining in Goshen? See? We must remember those things. Remember God is God. Hallelujah. Mm. Any of it, he is still God. He certainly can do anything. Amen. God is God. He certainly can do anything. That God who lifted you up from the wicked lifestyle that you are in and he made you a child of God. Won't He fill you with the baptism Taku of God? Won't, won't He take you to heaven? Won't He sort out that problem that Taku you are in? He Won't in? He heal you? He says the same God who did that is, is more than able to keep on doing great greater things in your life. That's why the children of Israel. Failed to see. Until God was so rough. And they were saying that he saw. And, and he said they will never, never enter. In the promised land. Because they saw him. (inaudible) Perform miracles upon Striking Egypt with plagues upon plagues. And the Bible says that for them. (inaudible) They were in Goshen. When there would be total darkness (inaudible) in Egypt. The whole of (inaudible) Egypt. Just a small parcel of land. A small parcel of Egypt. Called Goshen. Where his children were. It was shining. When the plagues would hit the rest of Egypt. Frogs. The water becoming blood. Flies. And so on. all the plagues. In Goshen. Goshen. They were enjoying themselves because they were the people of God. Brother, sister. Brother, sister. You are a child of God. That God who loved you who called you out is more than able to do greater, greater things. Let your feet turn to his testimony. He will fill you. Ajaku he will take you to heaven. Ajaku he will take away that habit. Ajaku he will pay your debts. He is more than able no to sort out each and every thing. In your life. Mubo, as long as you believe. And trust Him. Our feet should turn to the testimony. The prophet says The most important thing that you should realize is that God chose you, God elected you. For the Bible says, no one can come to me without my father drawing you. You are here this morning because you are wood and drawn by the Lord. So that one who started that good work, will keep on until he has accomplished. He will do the rest he will feel you. You just have to surrender. Do your part. Love Him. Walk the way of the Word. Have faith in Him. The rest He is going to do. The rest He will do. The initial testimony in our lives is that God loved us. And the prophet says that is the most important thing. For God's love is elective love. Amen? What shows that God loves you is because he elected you. He says here, seven church ages just in this Seminean church age. Now the Lord God Almighty says, I know he was telling the age of Sumna. that I know what you are going through. I know your poverty. I know the persecutions that you are undergoing. I know. I know. There he is walking in the midst of his people. There he is the chief shepherd of the flock. But does he hold back the persecutions? Does he stem the tribulation? No. He does not. He simply says, I know your tribulation. I'm not at all unmindful of your suffering. What a stumbling block this is to so many people. Like Israel, they wonder. If God really loves them, how can God be just and loving if he stands by and watches his people suffer? Just like you would be wondering this morning. How can God be loving? And yet I've asked him several times. About this situation. But he seems to be so quiet about it. He doesn't answer. It is coming to two months now. But he knows. You see? Tidaba. How can God be just and loving if he stands by and watches his people suffer? That is what they asked him in Malachi 1, 1 to 3. The burden of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. I have loved you, said the Lord. Yet he said, Wherein hast thou loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother? <laughs> say the Lord. Yet I loved Jacob, and I hated Esau, and I laid his mountains and his heritage west. For the dragons of the wilderness, you see. They could not figure out God's love. Amen. The children of Israel did not figure out God's bare They thought that love meant no suffering. They thought that love meant a baby with parental care. But God said that His love was elective love. Amen. God's love is elective love. He loved Jacob and he hated Esau. You see? The proof of his love is election that no matter what happens, his love was proven truly by the fact they were chosen unto salvation. No matter what happens The proof is, is that you are chosen To salvation God for, new, for the foundation of God. That you will be saved That you love the things of God That this message will be very clear to you Amen? God has chosen it salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and the belief of the truth. You see? God chose you to be sanctified and to believe this truth. You see? He may commit you to death as he did Paul. He may commit you to suffering as he upon. did Job. That is his prerogative. He is sovereign but He is sovereign but is all with a purpose. If he did not have a purpose, then he would be the author of frustration. A note of peace. Amen? He may commit you to death as a did Paul. He may commit you to suffering as he But the prophet is
1: telling us all that
0: is for a purpose.
1: Otherwise, if he didn't have a purpose, he,
0: he, that in that in life, life. he would be the author of frustration. But our God is the author of peace. His purpose is that after we have suffered a while, would be made perfect, be established, be strengthened, and then settled. As Job said, He puts strength in us. You see? He himself suffered. He learned obedience by the things that he suffered. He was actually made perfect by the things that he suffered. Hebrews 5, 8, 9. Though he were a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation. And to all them that obey. In plain language, the very character of Jesus was perfected by suffering. You see? Though Jesus was God in flesh, he learned obedience as the Son of God, as this flesh that he was given, as a man through the things he suffered. Can you imagine the creator of the heavens the Having nowhere to lay his head. And yet he owns heaven. And the whole earth. Heaven is his throne. The earth is his footstool. That's what the Bible says. But when he was here, he had nowhere to play. <inaudible> to put his he had no house, house. God was creating a character in him <inaudible> to be a true child of God. The same thing will happen to you. And <inaudible> He says, unless we suffer with Him, we can't reign with Him. You have to suffer to reign. The reason for this is that character simply is never made without suffering. Character is a victory. Not a gift. A man without character can't reign because power apart from character is satanic. But power with character is fit to rule. Amen? The prophet is telling us if he suffered, you also have to suffer. Because character is not a gift. It is victory. God does not just give you patience. He does not give you long suffering. You have to undergo a process. A trial. And you suffer no, sometimes no, when no, God says, no, so that He puts the character of long suffering. So, in you. character is not a gift, it is victory. You have to overcome the trials, the, the tests that I said before you. by God for you to get that character. You And he says, character. That's given anyhow. That one is from the devil. But when God is forming a character in you, He has to allow trial. Are you impatient this morning? You want to ask from God, and instantly He gives you what you have asked for. God may not do that. If He wants to create that character of patience. You'll pray and pray and you'll see. What you are praying for is not fulfilled. But then, after God has realized that the character of patience is formed in you, then that answer will come. But what we have to know is that God's love is elective love. And if He elected you, the Bible says, if God be for us. Who will be against us? If God is your Savior, He's your everything. Let the devil rage. Let him come in any form. God is on my side. Therefore, I'm more than a conqueror. God is our conqueror. He has conquered for us each and That's why the Bible calls us more than conquerors. He's our conqueror. We are more than conquerors. If God be for us, who will be against us? That's what the Bible says. If he did not spare his only begotten son. But gave him for you and me. Won't he give you all things? Won't he save you? Won't he heal you? Won't he baptize you with the baptism of the God? Won't he take you to heaven? He's more than able to Asola do it. Let our feet turn to the testimonies Deke of the Lord. David said, I love your testimonies. I have made your testimonies. And uh, a heritage. Let me read it again. Psalms 119 verse 11. Thy have I taken as an heritage forever. For they are the rejoicing of my heart. Thy testimonies have I taken as an inheritance forever. Verse 111. Verse 111. Psalms 119, verse where we read initially as we are starting. Zaburich Kumikumna Munda, we trust me, I was also saying. And if you are together, thy testimonies have turned them into an inheritance because they are the ones that rejoice my heart verse 129 thy testimonies are wonderful therefore doth my soul keep them. God wants us to keep his testimony. Not to forget them. You don't just come here to testify about the goodness of the Lord. What God has done in your life. And then quickly, you forget about it. You forget one time, Jesus healed lepers. they were ten. And they went rejoicing. But one of them, they were saying bow. that he came back before the Lord. He said, Lord Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you, you and, and Jesus asked him, did I heal you ten? Where are the rest? People are quick to forget. God does something in your life so that you remember. So that when you are faced with similar situations, then you should look to that That one who saved you the other time, is more than able to save you again. Brother Bram talks of a certain young lady. Brother Abraham, A black American. Who stood to give a testimony. She said, I brethren, I want to testify. For the glory of the Lord. Ah. I'm not what I ought to be. Neither am I what I want to be. But at least one thing I know. I'm not what I used. To See, be. And the prophet says that one was a great testimony. Because this lady has realized. How God has been leading her. She's not what she wants to be. She's not what she ought to be. But at least she's not what she used. Brethren, we were wicked. So evil. We lived on. You know, all sorts of lifestyles that that pertain to this world. But at least we are not what we used to be. God is leading us. That one who started the good work in us. Initially, when you are so wicked, so evil, a crook. But here you are a saint of God, seated here and sober. That one is enough evidence. That that God is more than able to fill you. He's more than able to take away that. Habit. He's more than able to transform you. Paul said, That one who started the good work, he will accomplish it. Let our feet turn to the testimony. God was so much annoyed with the children of Israel. Because they could quickly forget. Let us read Deuteronomy. As I'm finishing. Deuteronomy chapter 8. Deuteronomy 8.2. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee. These 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee, and to prove thee, to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. And he humbled thee, and suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread only, but by every word, that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. Erono jukiranga olugendulo nnamu kama katonda oluyakuta ambuliza emyaka jinama 10 ana mutungo akutoaze akukeme okumanya ebyali mu timako obwango ogenda okwekuuma ebidagiro bye oba siwe Nakutowaza, akutowaza, na akurumi enjala, na akulise manu, jewalitomanyi. So nevajajavo, tebajimanyanga. Akutege zengo umundu, taba mula muna yuka. Na ye, nabulichigambe chiva, muka mwaka katonda, umundu chababu mulamo. Amen. Thou Thou shalt remember. All the way which the Lord thy God led thee. These the years in the wilderness. You also should remember this morning. All the way the Lord has led you since you are a sinner. I know how many years you have spent you should remember all the way that the Lord has led you. Brother Branham Brother preached a sermon. He called it remembering the Lord. We should always remember the goodness of the Lord. We should not be quick to forget. Amen? You see? He humbled thee ya waza. and suffered thee to hunger Na and fed thee with manna which thou newest not. Neither did they, their fathers know. So they he he make, make them know that man does not live by bread alone. You see, he allowed all that to humble them, and to, them. to prove them. God wants to prove you. Do you truly love him? Oh, you just love him for the things that he gives you. He wants him to heal you. You want him to provide for you. He will prove you that if you really love him. And in times of trouble, do you still love him? He has to prove you. You see? Verse 4. Orukuna. Thy raiment waxeth not old upon thee. did Thy foot swell these forty years. Thou shalt also consider in thine heart that as a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord thy God chasteneth thee. Therefore thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths, that spring out of the valleys and hills. A land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil, olive and honey. Inteviamber of you, Tebiakadida Nakugwe, <laughs> Sun Chi Girecho, Techazimbanga, Emiakajinamakumiana, Eron or Ozanga Mutima, Ngomuntu, ntinggo muntu wakanga v Romuanaway, watchu mukamakatonda or wakanga vlagwe, erone cumang ebidagidovia mukamakatonda orkutam makuboge no kumutianga. Kuvanga mukama katondao aku yengiza munsen nunji, ensi yemiga e jamazi, eyenzi zi, zi nebi diba, aga kuru kuti nekurusozi, ensi yengano no ne saidi, nemi zabibu nemi tini, nemi kuma mawanga, ensi mwonori nangemede netebula, toveng a kocho vurwa omu ensi a ma inja gayo choma erene zayo. sozzayo ebikomo Their clothes did not go threadbare. They they didn't. Can you imagine as they grew? People who left Egypt. Maybe when they were at the age of 15. Now they are about 40 after 25 years. But as he grows. The he's putting on also. Yamba the shoes don't get old. Their feet did not swell. He fed them. He took care of them. And he was he had purpose in his heart to take them to that wonderful land. But because of unbelief, he swore, he said they shall never come only two Joshua and Caleb. Because for them they had another spirit. They didn't look at situations but they looked at the testimonies of the when they went to spy, we ten spies, another 12, from, one from every tree. They were saying that when they reached there, they saw the land is there. The land is good. Everything is there. It, it is flowing with milk and honey. They came back with grapes that would not be carried by one person.
1: And a cluster could
0: be carried by two men. <laughs> and they presented it to the whole of Israel. Truly, truly, the the is is yeah. <laughs> But they are giants there. They are anarchy. The whole place is walled with strong walls that cannot be penetrated. When we compare ourselves to those men in that land, we are Moses, just like grasshoppers until the whole of Israel lifted up their hands and cried and told Moses, Get captains to take us to the land. Back to Egypt. Today, you brought us here. To to get us in the weapons. Weapons. And the Bible says Joshua, Joshua and Caleb, Caleb. steal the people. They said, You people, hold on. We are more than able to, to take that land. Let us go right away and it. take it. They looked at the testimonies of the Lord. The Lord who opened the Red Sea. And they walked on dry land. The Lord who fed them. And they said we are more than able. They said that God. Who opened the Red Sea. Is more than able. make the walls of Jericho crumble. Don't allow the devil to tell you kugamba, uh, you will not get the Holy Ghost. You will not. Kugamba. That's what the devil will tell you. Sitani kugamba. Since you accepted him, you have sought, ononyeza, the other day you went, agenda, you are, you, you, are, uh, Isolated yourself. You went at prayer mountain. No, prayer mountain. You spent two days. No, and then you came back empty. No, brother, sister, brother, sister, God is faithful. To His word. You don't have to hurry Him. The Only believe. The one who promised is very, very faithful. Era he will fulfill all his promises. Just look at his testimony. He is more than able. He will do. What no man can do. we sing in that song. He will fill you. He will transform you. He will take you to heaven. He who started that good work. is more than able. To accomplish. Let our feet. Turn to the testimony. of the Let us stand up and worship him. He's more than able. Isn't he
1: wonderful? Wonderful, wonderful. Jesus is to me. He's a counselor, prince of peace, mighty God is he. Saving me, keeping me from sin and shame. Wonderful is my Redeemer, praise He. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, Jesus is to me. This stanza, what he says, once a
0: slave, now I'm free, free from condemnation. Jesus gives liberty and a full salvation. Now, the sins of the past, they have been forgiven. And my name is inscribed on the book of Muchitabu You were once a slave a slave of sin but now your name is inscribed in the book of heaven Amen Jesus saves He satisfies Iran. He banishes all my sadness. All my guilt is gone. Peace is mine. Peace like a river. Oh, what a wonderful God we serve. That way is Which meant atuswa, uh, you find a man, an understanding person, just on the wayside under the influence of Lika, and tomorrow he goes back, and he cannot leave that happiness. But who are you to be sober, to To love the peace of God, God. to cherish His word, to get the revelation of it? Indeed, His Christ. We are living in holy union with Him. Amen. Living here with my Lord. In the Holy Union, day by day, all the way, holding sweet communion with you. Oh, what change! Grace has wrought in my Lord Oh, what a great change! God has done or wrought in my life. It's entirely His grace make Him, you are everything. You are Lord, you are King, you are everything. What can the devil do to you? If God be for you, who will be against you? He's
1: everything. He's everything to me. He's everything. we appreciate you Lord, Lord because you first loved us when we are unlovable filthy and dirty Lord oh we have a testimony that we serve a true and living God you are more than able you are faithful to your Word, king of glory oh receive all the glory father receive all the honor receive all the praise you are wonderful you are almighty how glorious you are, King of kings and Lord of lords. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your care. Thank you for your initial love that you had for me a sinner. I will live to worship you. I will live to praise you. I will live to magnify that sweet and wonderful name. You are faithful and true, King of lords. You are more than ever loving, Jesus. Oh, I love you, Lord. I bless your name. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace.